The Things Omitted from Jeremiah the Prophet Chapter 1 It happened when the children of Israel were taken captive by the king of the Chaldeans that Jehovah spoke to Jeremiah, saying, Jeremiah, my chosen one, rise up and get out of this city, you and Baruch, because I am going to destroy it for the multitude of the sins of those who inhabit it. For your prayers are like a firm pillow in the middle of it, and like an unbreachable wall encircling it. So now, rise up and get out before the host of the Chaldean surrounds it. And Jeremiah answered, saying, I implore you, Yahuwah, allow me, your servant, to speak before you. And Yahuwah said to him, Speak, my chosen one, Jeremiah. And Jeremiah spoke, saying, Yahuwah Almighty, are you delivering the chosen city into the hands of the Chaldeans so that the king may boast with the multitude of his people and say, I prevailed over the holy city of Yahuwah? Surely not my lord but if it is your will let it be destroyed by your own hands and yahuwah said to jeremiah since you are my chosen one rise up and get out of this city you and baruch because i am going to destroy it for the multitude of the sins of those who inhabit it for neither the king nor his host can come into it unless I first open its gates. So rise up and go to Baruch and tell him these words. And rising up at the sixth hour of the night, get up on the wall of the city and I will show you that unless I first destroy the city, they cannot come into it. After saying these things, Yahuwah departed from Jeremiah. Chapter 2 And Jeremiah told these things to Baruch. And as they came into the temple of Yahuwah, Jeremiah tore his garments and put dust on his head and went into the sanctuary of Yahuwah. And Baruch, seeing him, with the dust sprinkled on his head and his garments torn, cried out in a loud voice, saying, Father Jeremiah, what is the matter with you? Or what sort of sin have the people committed? He said this, because whenever the people sin, Jeremiah sprinkled dust on his head and would pray for the people until the sin was forgiven them. And this is why Baruch asked him, saying, Father, what is the matter with you? And Jeremiah said to him, Avoid the rending of your garments, but rather let us rend our hearts, and let us not draw water for the troughs, but let us weep and fill them with tears. For Yahuwah will not have mercy on this people. And Baruch said, Father Jeremiah, what has happened? And Jeremiah said, 
Yahuwah is delivering the city into the hands of the king of the Chaldeans to take the people captive into Babylon. And when Baruch heard these things, he tore his garments also and said, Father Jeremiah, who revealed this to you? And Jeremiah said to him, Wait with me a little until the sixth hour of the night, that you may know that this word is true. And so they both remained at the altar, weeping, and their garments were torn. Chapter 3 But when the hour of the night arrived, as Yahuwah had said to Jeremiah, they went up together unto the walls of the city, Jeremiah and Baruch. And behold, there was a sound of trumpets, and angels came out of heaven holding torches in their hands. And they stood on the walls of the city. And when Jeremiah and Baruch saw them, they wept, saying, Now we know that the word is true. And Jeremiah pleaded with the angels, saying, I implore you not to destroy the city just yet, until I have a word with Yahuwah. And Yahuwah spoke to the angels, saying, Don't destroy the city until I speak to my chosen one, Jeremiah. Then Jeremiah spoke, saying, Please, Yahuwah, let me speak before you. And Yahuwah said, Speak, my chosen one, Jeremiah. And Jeremiah said, Behold, Yahuwah, we know now that you are delivering the city into the hands of its enemies, and they will carry the people off into Babylon. What do you want me to do with the holy vessels of the temple service? And Yahuwah said to him, Take them and deliver them to the earth, saying, Hear, earth, the voice of him who created you who formed you in the abundance of the waters, who sealed you with seven seals in seven periods of time. And after these things you will receive your fruitful season. Guard the vessels of the temple service until the coming of the beloved one. And Jeremiah spoke, saying, I employ you, Yahuwah, show me what I should do for Abimelech, the Ethiopian, for he did many good deeds for your servant Jeremiah, for he pulled me out of the muddy cistern, and I do not want him to see the destruction of this city and its desolation, but that you may show him mercy, and that he might not be grieved. And Yahuwah said to Jeremiah, Send him to the vineyard of Agrippa, and in the shadow of the mountain I will shelter him until I return the people to the city. But you, Jeremiah, go with your people to Babylon and stay with them, preaching to them until I return them to the city. But leave Baruch here until I speak to him. After Yahuwah said these things, he went up from Jeremiah into heaven. But Jeremiah and Baruch went into the sanctuary, and, gathering up the vessels of the temple service, they delivered them to the earth, just as Yahuwah had instructed them. 
and immediately the earth swallowed them up, and the two sat down and wept. And when it was morning, Jeremiah sent Abimelech away, saying, Take the basket and go out to the farm of Agrippa by the mountain road and get a few figs to give to the sick among the people. For the delight of Yahuwah rests upon you and his glory upon your head. And saying these things, Jeremiah sent him away and Abimelech went as he had been instructed. Chapter 4 And when it was morning, behold, the host of the Chaldeans surrounded the city, and the great angel trumpeted, saying, Come into the city, host of the Chaldeans, for behold, the gate has been opened for you. Therefore let the king come in with his multitude and take all the people captive. But Jeremiah taking the keys of the temple, went outside of the city, and facing the sun, he tossed them, saying, I say to you, son, take the keys of the temple of Yahuwah, and keep them until the day in which Yahuwah will question you about them, because we were not found worthy of keeping them, for we were false stewards. While Jeremiah was still weeping for the people, they carried him off with the people, dragging them into Babylon. And Baruch put dust on his head and sat and wept this lamentation, saying, Why was Jerusalem made desolate? For the sins of the beloved people, she was delivered into the hands of enemies, for our sins and those of the people. But do not let the outlaws boast and say, We were strong enough to take the city of Yahuwah by our power. But because of our sins it was delivered to you. And our God will pity us and return us to our city. But you will not have life. Blessed are our fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For they departed from this world and did not see the destruction of this city. After saying these things, Baruch went outside the city, weeping and saying, Grieving over you, Jerusalem, I have left you. And he remained sitting in a tomb while the angels came to him and elaborated to him all the things that Yahuwah would reveal to him through them. Chapter 5 But Abimelech carried the figs in the heat of the day, and coming up on a tree, he sat under its shade to rest a while. And leaning his head on the basket of figs, and falling asleep, he slept for sixty-six years, and he did not wake from his sleep, and afterward. When he arose from his sleep, he said, I slept pleasantly a little, but my head is weighed down because I didn't get enough sleep. Then uncovering the basket of figs, he found them dripping milk, and he said, I would like to nap a little longer, 
because my head is weighed down. But I'm afraid I might fall fast asleep and be late waking up, and my father Jeremiah might think less of me. For if he were not in a hurry, he would not have sent me so early this morning. So I will get up and proceed in the heat. For isn't there heat? Isn't there work every day? So getting up, he took the basket of figs and put it on his shoulders and went into Jerusalem. And he did not recognize it, neither the house nor his neighborhood, neither did he find his family nor any of the neighbors. And he said, Blessed be Yahuwah, for a great stupor has befallen me today. This is not the city of Jerusalem. I got lost because I came by the mountain road after getting up from my sleep. And since my head was heavy from my not getting enough sleep, I got lost. Imagine telling Jeremiah that I got lost. And he went out of the city. And looking carefully, he saw the landmarks of the city and said, This, then, is the city. I got lost. And he returned again to the city and searched and found none of his own people. And he said, Blessed be Yahuwah, for a great stupor has befallen me. And he went outside the city again and stayed there, grieving, not knowing where he should go. And he put the basket down, saying, I'm sitting right here until Yahuwah take, takes this stupor away from me. And as he sat, he saw an elderly man coming from the field. And Abimelech said to him, I say to you, old man, what city is this? And he said to him, It is Jerusalem. And Abimelech said to him, Then where is Jeremiah the priest and Baruch the reader and all the people of this city? Because I didn't find them. And the old man said to him, are you not from this city that you remember Jeremiah today and ask about him after so long a time? For Jeremiah is in Babylon with the people, for they were taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar, the king, and Jeremiah is with them to preach to them and to teach them the word. But as soon as Abimelech heard this from the old gentleman, he said, if you weren't an old man and if it weren't improper for a man to insult his elders, I would laugh at you and say you are crazy because you said the people were taken captive into Babylon. If the cataracts of heaven had come down upon them, there still isn't time to have gone into Babylon. For how long can it be since my father Jeremiah sent me to the farm of Agrippa to get a few figs so we could give them to the sick among the people. And I went out and got them and coming upon a certain tree in the heat of the day, I sat down to rest a little. And I leaned my head on the basket and fell asleep. And when I woke up, I uncovered the basket of figs, thinking I was late and found the figs dripping milk just as when I picked them. And you say that the people were taken captive into Babylon? But just so you'll know, take the figs and see. 
and he uncovered the basket of figs for the old man, and he saw them dripping milk, and when he saw them, the old gentleman said, O my son, you are a righteous man, and Yahuwah did not want you to see the desolation of the city, so he brought this stupor upon you. For behold, it is today sixty-six years since the people were taken captive into Babylon. And so that you may learn, son, that what I am telling you is true, look out into the field and see that the growth of the crops is not yet apparent. See also the figs, that it is not yet time for them, and understand. Then Abimelech cried in a loud voice, saying, I will bless you, O Yahuwah of heaven and of the earth, the rest of the souls of the righteous in every place. Then he said to the elderly gentleman, What month is this? And he said, Nisan, the twelfth day. And picking up some of the figs, he gave them to the old gentleman and said to him, May Yahuwah guide you with this light to the city above Jerusalem. Chapter 7 And Baruch stood up and went out of the tomb and found the eagle sitting outside the tomb and conversing in a human voice the eagle said to him Hail Baruch the steward of the faith and Baruch said to him You who speak are chosen from all the birds of heaven for this is clear from the gleam in your eyes. So show me, what are you doing here? And the eagle said to him, I was sent here so that you may send every word you desire through me. And Baruch said to him, Can you take this message up to Jeremiah in Babylon? And the eagle said to him, Certainly, this is why I was sent. And picking up the letter, and fifteen figs from the basket of Abimelech, Baruch tied them to the neck of the eagle and said to him, I say to you, king of birds, depart in peace and health and carry the message for me. Don't be like the raven that Noah sent out and that never again returned to him in the ark, but be like the dove that on the third attempt brought word to the righteous one. So also you take the, this precious word up to Jeremiah and to those prisoners with him that it might be well with you. Take this papyrus to the people and to the chosen one of Yahuwah. If all the birds of heaven should surround you and desire to fight with you, resist them. Yahuwah will give you power. And don't veer off to the right or to the left, but like an arrow shot straight. Go forth in the power of Yahuwah, and may the glory of Yahuwah be with you on the entire journey which you will travel. Then the eagle took flight, having the letter around his neck, and departed for Babylon. And when he arrived there, he rested in a certain tree outside the city in a deserted place. And he was silent until Jeremiah came by, for he and certain other people were coming out to bury a dead man outside the city. But Jeremiah had made a request of King Nebuchadnezzar, saying, Give me a place where I may bury the dead of my people. And the king had given it to him. 
And as they were going out with the dead man and weeping, they passed by the eagle. And the eagle cried in a loud voice, saying, I say to you, Jeremiah, chosen one of you who will go, gather the people and come here that they may hear a letter which I have brought you from Baruch and Abimelech. And when Jeremiah heard, he glorified Yahuwah. And he went out and gathered the people with their wives and children. And he came to where the eagle was. And the eagle descended upon the one who had died. And he came back to life. This happened that they might believe. And all the people marveled at what had happened, saying, Is this the God who appeared to our fathers in the wilderness through Moses, who has now also appeared to us through this eagle and the eagle said I say to you Jeremiah come untie this letter and read it to the people so untying the letter he read it to the people and when the people heard it they wept and put dust on their heads and they said to Jeremiah save us and tell us what we should do that we may enter our city once again and Jeremiah answered and said to them everything that you have heard from the letter observe and Yahuwah will lead us into our city and Jeremiah also wrote a letter to Baruch saying thus my beloved son do not be negligent in your prayers pleading with Yahuwah in our behalf that he might speed our journey until we leave the jurisdiction of this lawless king for you were found righteous before Yahuwah and he didn't allow you to come here so you wouldn't see the oppression which has befallen the people at the hands of the Babylonians. For it is just as when a father has an only son and he is handed over for punishment. Those who see his father and are consoling him cover his face so he won't see how his son is being punished and be wrecked, wrecked by grief even more. For Yahuwah similarly had mercy on you and didn't allow you to come into Babylon so you wouldn't see the oppression of the people. For since we came here, grief has not left us even today after 66 years. For I would often go out and find some of the people hung up by King Nebuchadnezzar weeping and saying, Have mercy on us. Yahuwah, hearing these things, I would grieve and would weep a double lamentation, not only because they were hung up, but because they were calling upon a foreign god, saying, Have mercy on us. And I will remember the feast days that we used to celebrate in Jerusalem before we were taken captive, and remembering, I would groan and return to my house distressed and weeping. So pray now in the place where you are, you and Abimelech, for this people so that we may depart from here. For I say to you that the whole time we have been here, they have oppressed us, saying, Sing us a song from the songs of Zion, the song of your God. And we say to them, How can we sing to you, being in a foreign land? And after these things, Jeremiah tied the letter to the neck of the eagle, saying, Go in peace, and may Yahuwah watch over us both, and the eagle took flight and came to Jerusalem and gave the letter to Baruch. And after he had untied it, he read it and kissed it. And he wept when he heard about the griefs and the oppressions of the people. 
But Jeremiah took the figs and distributed them to the sick among the people. And he continued teaching them to keep away from the pollutions of the Gentiles of Babylon. Chapter 7 And Baruch stood up and went out of the tomb and found the eagle sitting outside the tomb and conversing in a human voice the eagle said to him Hail Baruch the steward of the faith and Baruch said to him You who speak are chosen from all the birds of heaven for this is clear from the gleam in your eyes. So show me, what are you doing here? And the eagle said to him, I was sent here so that you may send every word you desire through me. And Baruch said to him, Can you take this message up to Jeremiah in Babylon? And the eagle said to him, Certainly, this is why I was sent. And picking up the letter, and fifteen figs from the basket of Abimelech, Baruch tied them to the neck of the eagle and said to him, I say to you, king of birds, depart in peace and health and carry the message for me. Don't be like the raven that Noah sent out and that never again returned to him in the ark, but be like the dove that on the third attempt brought word to the righteous one. So also you take the, this precious word up to Jeremiah and to those prisoners with him that it might be well with you. Take this papyrus to the people and to the chosen one of Yahuwah. If all the birds of heaven should surround you and desire to fight with you, resist them. Yahuwah will give you power. And don't veer off to the right or to the left, but like an arrow shot straight. Go forth in the power of Yahuwah. And may the glory of Yahuwah be with you on the entire journey which you will travel. Then the eagle took flight, having the letter around his neck, and departed for Babylon. And when he arrived there, he rested in a certain tree outside the city in a deserted place. And he was silent until Jeremiah came by. For he and certain other people were coming out to bury a dead man outside the city. For Jeremiah had made a request of King Nebuchadnezzar, saying, Give me a place where I may bury the dead of my people. And the king had given it to him. And as they were going out with the dead man and weeping, they passed by the eagle. And the eagle cried in a loud voice, saying, I say to you, Jeremiah, chosen one of you who will go, gather the people and come here that they may hear a letter which I have brought you from Baruch and Abimelech. And when Jeremiah heard, he glorified Yahuwah. And he went out and gathered the people with their wives and children. And he came to where the eagle was. And the eagle descended upon the one who had died. And he came back to life. This happened that they might believe. And all the people marveled at what had happened, saying, is this the God who appeared to our fathers in the wilderness through Moses, who has now also appeared to us through this eagle? And the eagle said, I say to you, Jeremiah, come untie this letter and read it to the people. So untying the letter, he read it to the people. 
And when the people heard it, they wept and put dust on their heads. And they said to Jeremiah, Save us and tell us what we should do, that we may enter our city once again. And Jeremiah answered and said to them, Everything that you have heard from the letter, observe. And Yahuwah will lead us into our city. And Jeremiah also wrote a letter to Baruch, saying thus, My beloved son, do not be negligent in your prayers, pleading with Yahuwah in our behalf, that he might speed our journey until we leave the jurisdiction of this lawless king. For you were found righteous before Yahuwah, and he didn't allow you to come here so you wouldn't see the oppression which has befallen the people at the hands of the Babylonians. For it is just as when a father has an only son and he is handed over for punishment. Those who see his father and are consoling him cover his face so he won't see how his son is being punished and be wrecked, wrecked by grief even more. For Yahuwah similarly had mercy on you and didn't allow you to come into Babylon so you wouldn't see the oppression of the people. For since we came here, grief has not left us, even today after 66 years. For I would often go out and find some of the people hung up by King Nebuchadnezzar weeping and saying, Have mercy on us. Yahuwah, hearing these things, I would grieve and would weep a double lamentation, not only because they were hung up, but because they were calling upon a foreign god, saying, Have mercy on us. And I will remember the feast days that we used to celebrate in Jerusalem before we were taken captive, and remembering, I would groan and return to my house distressed and weeping. So pray now in the place where you are, you and Abimelech, for this people so that we may depart from here. For I say to you that the whole time we have been here, they have oppressed us, saying, Sing us a song from the songs of Zion, the song of your God. And we say to them, How can we sing to you, being in a foreign land? And after these things, Jeremiah tied the letter to the neck of the eagle, saying, Go in peace, and may Yahuwah watch over us both, and the eagle took flight and came to Jerusalem and gave the letter to Baruch. And after he had untied it, he read it and kissed it. And he wept when he heard about the griefs and the oppressions of the people. But Jeremiah took the figs and distributed them to the sick among the people. And he continued teaching them to keep away from the pollutions of the Gentiles of Babylon. Chapter 8 But the day came in which Yahuwah led the people out of Babylon. And Yahuwah said to Jeremiah, Get up, you and the people, and come to the Jordan. And you will say to the people, Let him who desire Yahuwah leave the works of Babylon behind. And of the men who took wives from them, and the women who took husbands from them, let those who hear you cross over and take them up to Jerusalem. But as for those who do not hear you, you must not lead them there. And Jeremiah spoke these words to the people, and they got up and came to the Jordan to cross over. And when he 
told them the words which Yahuwah had spoken to him, half of those who had intermarried with them did not want to hear Jeremiah, but said to him, We will not leave our wives behind forever, but we will bring them with us back to our city. So they crossed over the Jordan and came to Jerusalem. And Jeremiah stood firm with Baruch and Abimelech, saying, No man who cohabits with Babylonians will enter this city. And they said among themselves, Let's get up and return to Babylon to our place. And they departed. But when they came to Babylon, the Babylonians came out to meet them, saying, You will not come into our city, because you hated us and went out from us in secret. For this you will not come in with us. For we made one another swear an oath in the name of our God to receive neither you nor your children, since you went out from us in secret. And when they learned this, they turned back and came to a desert place some distance from Jerusalem. And they built themselves a city and named it Samaria. And Jeremiah sent to them, saying, Repent! For an angel of righteousness is coming, and he will lead you to your exalted place. Chapter 9 And those who were with Jeremiah continued for nine days rejoicing and offering up sacrifices for the people. But on the tenth day, Jeremiah alone offered up a sacrifice, and he prayed a prayer, saying, Holy, 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 incense of the living trees, true light that enlightens me until I am taken up to you. For your mercy I plead, for the sweet voice of the two seraphim, I plead for another fragrant odor of incense. And may Michael, the archangel of righteousness, who opens the gates for the righteous, be the object of my attention until he leads the righteous in. I implore you, almighty Yahuwah of all creation, unbegotten and incomprehensible, in whom all judgment was hidden before these things existed. And as Jeremiah said these things, while standing at the altar with Baruch and Abimelech, he became as one of those who have given up their soul. And Baruch and Abimelech remained weeping and crying in a loud voice, Woe to us, because our father Jeremiah has left us. The priest of Yahuwah has departed. And all the people heard their weeping. And they all ran to them and saw Jeremiah lying on the ground as though dead. And they tore their garments and put dust on their heads and wept bitterly. And after these things they prepared themselves to bury him. And behold, there came a voice saying, Do not bury one still living, for his soul is coming into his body again. And because they heard the voice, they did not bury him, but remained in a circle around his tabernacle for three days, saying, At what hour is he going to rise? 
And after three days his soul came into his body, and he lifted up his voice in the midst of them all and said, Glorify Yahuwah with one voice, all of you. Glorify Yahuwah and the Son of Yahuwah who awakens us. Yahushua Hamashiach, the light of all the ions, the inextinguishable lamp, the life of faith. And after these times there will be another 477 years. And then he is coming to the earth. And the tree of life which is planted in the middle of paradise will cause all the uncultivated trees to bear fruit. And they will grow and sprout. And the tree that had already sprouted and boasted and said, We raised our top to the air. He will cause them to wither together with the loftiness of their branches. And the firmly rooted tree will cause them to be judged. And what is scarlet will become as white as wool. The snow will be made black. The sweet waters will become salty. And the salt is sweet in the great light of the joy of Yahuwah. And he will bless the islands that they may bear fruit at the word of the mouth of his anointed one. For he will come, and he will go out and choose for himself twelve apostles, that they may preach among the nations. He whom I have been adorned by his father, he whom I have seen adorned by his father, and coming into the world on the Mount of Olives, and he will fill the hungry souls. And as Jeremiah was saying these things about the son of Elohim, that he is coming into the world, the people became angry and said, These once again are the words spoken by Isaiah the son of Amos, saying, I saw Yahuwah and the son of Yahuwah. Come therefore and let us not kill him by that same death, but let's stone him with stones. Now Baruch and Abimelech were extremely grieved because they wanted to hear in full the mysteries that he had seen. But Jeremiah said to them, Be quiet and do not weep, for they will not kill me until I have described to you everything that I saw. And he said to them, Bring a stone here to me. And he set it up and said, Light of the ions, make this stone look just like me until I have described everything I saw to Baruch and Abimelech. Then the stone, by the command of Yahuwah, took on the likeness of Jeremiah. And they went stoning the stone, thinking that it was Jeremiah. But Jeremiah delivered all the mysteries that he had seen to Baruch and Abimelech. And then he simply stood in the midst of the people, desiring to bring his stewardship to an end. Then the stone cried out, saying, O stupid children of Israel, why do you stone me, thinking that I am Jeremiah? Behold, Jeremiah stands in your midst. And when they saw him, they immediately ran at him with many stones. And his stewardship was fulfilled. And Baruch and Abimelech came and buried him. And they took the stone and put it on his tomb. After inscribing it thus. 
This is the stone that was the ally of Jeremiah.